If you want to know, you have to ask. Find out right here on Ask Simply Mary. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to Ask Simply Mary. Today I am going through my Quora feed here because it's been so long and I have a ton of questions to answer um, or that I'm going to attempt to answer. Uh, so the first question I have here that kind of is interesting because as an artist you do need to know these things. Uh, if a band has an ASCAP license to perform music in public, does the bar they play in have to have an ASCAP license as well in the U.S.? Um, so for the United States, basically, um, if you're going to play music in your venue as an owner, you need to pay a fee to be able to do that. In that fee is how you get paid through ASCAP. So anybody that is going to be doing live performances or playing music over their sound system, they have to pay that fee. You as the artist are picking up the royalties from being able to be heard from those fees. So as a band, if you don't register with ASCAP, you can still play out wherever you want. You can give your music to everybody you want to. If you're registered with ASCAP, you can go in and you can um, claim your performances. You also will get paid for playing other people's songs. So if you are doing cover songs, you can still put that in your set list that you did them, that you weren't the one who wrote that song, but you played it, blah, 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 blah. You do get paid royalties upon all of your performances. So make sure you're logging them if you're playing out. If you're playing out, you could be making money is what I'm telling you. Um, so if your works are registered, if you're with ASCAP, if you're out there performing, get on the site and log your work just to make sure you get paid. Okay, so that being said, um, and that was a really great question, by the way. It's not telling me who asked it because I'm on the shorter screen version on my phone, so I apologize for that. Um, but let's see. How can I record myself in a creative act? Well, <laughs> it doesn't really, you know, I mean, turn on the camera and just go about your business doing something interesting. Um, if you're speaking in a musical way, just mess around in the room. You can delete anything you record. Remember that. You're, it's not like you uploaded it right away. Now, if you're going to go live and try to pull this jazz, um, I would probably have a plan on that. But if you're just trying to create some social media buzz and you just want to make a video, um, you know, get creative as all get out. Turn on your camera and just do a bunch of stuff. You can paste things together, you know, get to know software like iMovie and things like that where you can cut, paste, zoom, you can do all kinds of things and just create your own creative video. You can pick your favorite song that you've done and you can make lyric videos. So those are ways if you're looking specifically for recording in a creative way, um, just turn that camera on, you know, and if you have a green screen, that's even better. But um, yeah, go through YouTube and find the most interesting videos and just check them out. You'll get ideas. They will start pouring into your brain, I promise. Uh, let's see here. How can you record from your laptop? Mm, well, okay, so recording from your laptop. 
let's say it's a laptop, it could be a desktop. It doesn't matter. It, it could be either or. As long as you can connect an audio interface to that machine, then you have the ability to run a DAW, which is the software to operate that interface to be able to record you. So uh, one that I highly recommend that I own, that I use, that I'm using right now to record my voice over this microphone to you um, is an Apollo Twin Duo. It's made by Universal Audio. You can look them up at uaaudio.com, I believe. Uh, and this interface is awesome. You can line direct instruments into it. You can put microphone cables into it. You can run through what they call a firewire. So if you're using an iMac or an Apple-based program, you can run that firewire. And that's going to give you pretty much zero latency. Um, latency is that little pause between when the sound waves coming through and being recorded so it can mess you up if you have you know a, a really crappy interface and stuff um universal audio i put them right at the top they their equipment is just wonderful and we can't wait to get our next piece to add to the studio so um but yeah that's all you need you need a cable to connect that interface to the computer you're working off of and then you're plugging your instruments into the interface. So, you know, it's not like you have to plug a guitar into your computer. This is like way, way above just plugging in the microphone and talking into it there um, years ago, what we used to do, those little $10 microphones. And that's what I started with. So yeah, that's basically how you're going to go about using a laptop to record. Now there's different softwares you can use, um, GarageBand, comes automatically on computers. So I'm gonna say to you, if you're a brand new musician and you wanna learn how to do it, then go with GarageBand. Start messing around, see if you even like it. The other thing I'm gonna tell you is if you get serious and you really, really do wanna do this, uh, I would recommend Studio One. Studio One is a wonderful software. I am really hell-bent on learning Pro Tools. That's why I'm using Pro Tools right now, and I am dabbling because we did make that investment. We are that serious. Uh, so I would say to you, if you get serious, if you want to surpass GarageBand, move on to Studio One because they do go all the way up to industry standard material when when you go with the Pro versions, and you can do upgrades. You can learn as you go. Uh, a lot of people think I don't want to do this because it's going to cost me so much money and it really essentially it does not if you build slowly if you do it to where you're learning as you go and you're investing as you go then it is very achievable if you're looking at it as I need to put up a hundred thousand dollar studio set up in my house well, yeah, you're never going to reach for that. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you don't even want to pay a studio to record you, you are not going to invest that kind of money right off the bat. Guaranteed. So I would say start with Studio One if you get past GarageBand and you want to move forward. Um, that would be really, really great. But recording on any device such as a computer or a laptop can be done just by connecting your audio interface. So you're good to go there. Uh, so yeah, check out uaaudio.com, Universal Audio, the Apollo Twin Duo. 
Okay, and we are going on to the last question before I take off on you here. Uh, how does the unreleased music from an artist get leaked? Well, it happens. It happens all the time. And, you know, it's pretty easy. The wrong person got their hands on something they shouldn't have and put it out there. It's plain and simple as that. In this day and age, it is so easy to hack into things and steal things and information. And, you know, um, whether you know it or not, some studios do work remotely. Um, and so they'll be able to log in from a different location, pass that information on a cloud over to another location. So, you know, once, once you're uploading it to anything, it's not safe anymore to me. I just don't think that's a smart way to work. Uh, but yeah, so pretty plain and simple. The wrong person got it and spread it around. That's how anything gets leaked. So, you know, but um, you can protect yourself and, you know, not do those things where you're uploading um, to a cloud and you're passing it on. Now, I've made these mistakes myself in the past where it's like, oh, I got to send this to my mom and shower and I got to send it here and show them. And, you know, and you realize if it's not protected, then it's free and clear for them to give away, to use, to whatever they want to do with it, because it's not even copyrighted at that point. Um, basically, if your music is not copyrighted and you release it, it is public domain at that point. It means that once you release it under no copyright, that means anybody can redo it and collect 100% of the royalties off of it without giving you a dime. Um, and that's how it works. So a lot of times you'll see artists doing the House of the Rising Sun. That song has no copyright on it. Isn't that crazy? It's one of those songs where you can do it in your own way and release it and make money off of it. And so that's great. You can redo the Star Spangled Banner, um, Amazing Grace, you know, all kinds of stuff. So you can look up public domain works that are free for you to use and dabble with, and that's great, you know, um, because I bet you some of those songs were leaked, you know, <laughs> and, and whatever happened, happened with it. So, you know, that's how it goes. But always protect your work and um, keep it safe out there. I want to thank you for tuning in right now to Ask Simply Mary. And I hope I have so many more episodes to come because I have a lot of questions to answer on Cora. So I thank you so much for tuning in right here on Anchor FM. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or any of those other podcast places, Shoutcast. You know, shout out to all of you. Thank you so much for spinning me. You can even grab this podcast on Spotify and they're just little 10 or 15 minute quick tidbits. You know, while you're driving to work and you're thinking about your music, go ahead and throw it on. I got lots of advice. I will look things up for you. I will help you in any way that I can. Um, and hey, y'all just keep making great music. Don't give up and don't let anybody change your mind about what you want your future to hold. Thanks so much for tuning in and we will catch you next time on Ask Simply Mary. 